Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Stubbornness or OCD, where like I'll get on a machine and then the, there's just too much weight, but I have to finish like one set of ten before I can put the weight less. Oh, you can't you can't let your ego get in the way, buddy. So I'm just like, and then I click it. <laughs> there's, there's no shame in that. Uh, it's it's my own like. Nope, you did once. Now you got to do ten. <laughs> What'd you uh, blast today? I just I rode the little exercise bike. Okay. There's like uh, there's like five different kinds of exercise bikes, so I don't know which one I was on. Hmm. I was on the one with the big girl seat, real wide okay. bench, real wide bench. <laughs> the one I'm on. I'm not on the I'm not on the hunched over triathlete one. I'm on the yeah. sit upright, look at your phone. I'm on that on one. The beach cruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I'm on the beach cruiser. <laughs> and they have it set like you could watch like virtual areas that you're traveling through. I'm like, this is about right. This is just a casual yeah. stroll in the woods. And then I just yeah. I just uh, trying to do like I did like biceps and um chest. I guess. I don't know, that's what it said on the machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what hurts the you, day man. afterwards. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Do you do uh I used to play this game at the gym when I'd be on the treadmill or something. I used to love just catching guys checking themselves out in the mirror. Oh boy, you could uh never never a dull moment. Looking for those guys. How many times did you get caught checking out a guy checking himself out? It's good point. Good point. There's no telling. <laughs> yeah, you like this? That's what the goes. It's going through that dude's head. Yeah, you're right to look. I'm awesome. I look fabulous. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I just uh, I did that, and then uh, man, I'm loving that sauna. Yeah. They got a, so this, got a steam room. I walked in there and it was so much steam. I just had to straight up. I'm like, let me know if I'm about to sit in anybody's lap, guys. <laughs> I just had to <laughs> announce it because it was so cloudy. And it was just it was just one dude. He's like, no, oh, no, you're all right. I'm like, okay, I just can't see anything in here. I know Does every it- comic has the joke about like how casual, like just the naked dude in the mm-hmm. locker room. Yeah. I'm that I'm that guy. Yeah, you casually you casual naked guy. Yeah, I love. Way it. to go, buddy. I okay. think it's. I think there's something. I think I would be an. I would. I would be a nudist, probably. Uh huh. Okay. I don't know, and I'm just. I'm trying to think of how to like breach this subject. <laughs> with with Rachel. Uh, no, with you. I was talking oh. about with you. Oh, okay. No, I thought I, she's I thought the there was one. A she's the one coming. running behind me, closing blinds in the house. Okay, I thought there was a butt coming. Like I think I would be a nudist, but and then no, I, I maybe walk around. Well, no, like I. It's not the exhibitionism mm-hmm. of it, but it's more about like you're only ever naked in a small contained area. You know, like your bathroom, uh-huh. or your shower. Okay. There's just something so liberating about being naked in a wide open area. That's true. Like it's not That's about true. somebody seeing me. It's like you've just been in a field nude. 
It's mm-hmm. great. Feels good. It feels like that's how it's <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> we were naked together in a wide open space. <laughs> we were. <laughs> we were. Yeah, how the, did the, it escalate? Yeah, we were swimming. We were off the, the coast yeah. of Waikiki. It was very romantic. Arguably the most wide open space. Yeah, the Pacific Ocean. Uh-huh. Just letting Are our... You and Singer. Letting our big fish bait hang out. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a hanging bait out there. I don't, Man. It, the well, same kind of thing. Why is that so much more like, hell yeah, this is how it should be. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hear you. That's great though that that you're that guy now because I I was I curious was never how you were going to take this so no Thanks, no I'm I guess. happy for you yeah I um I'm a little scarred with with locker room well, gym culture well, just because when I was living in the van you know I had physically to go to the gym scarred every day. with hot water yeah, in your balls exactly I went to the uh, I was a member at the uh, LA Fitness on Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. and uh, every day it was just a gauntlet of old Russian balls. There were so many yeah. old Russian guys in the locker room, and boy, they just just letting it hang out, you know. Yeah, I wonder if that's like a hyper masculine thing, where mm-hmm. it's like I'm so I'm so not gay that mm-hmm. I will sit here with my genitals out. It was I'm, something. I've surpassed the idea of being scared of it. So mm-hmm. if you're scared to see it, that's on you. Oh, it was rough. It was real rough. Yeah. Just a lot, I mean, of, I, a lot of towels and powder. They were really into the, just powdering every inch of their body. Like, I'm not just sitting on the bench by the locker mm-hmm. looking at my phone. I'm, I'm just talking, like, like in the steam room. Like, all right, I'm sitting on my towel, but I'm having this, uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not strutting, but I'm not, like, bent out of shape about it. I did. I I, I I did have to. I'm like, oh, oh hell yeah! There's like, there's a, there's like a, there's a steam room, and then it's kind of just uh-huh. like the sauna area with like lounge yeah. chairs and a TV, and they got a hot tub. Uh-huh. And I had to look, and the signs like swimwear must be worn in the hot tub. I'm like, all right, well, that's squashing the time, yeah. I, the kind of time I'm trying to have, have today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't do nothing no more. <laughs> <laughs> I still narcs. I can't get the uh, SJWs won't let me put my balls in the hot tub. Don't let me I boil my, my no- potatoes in the gym locker room. <laughs> uh, my nose is still scarred from that equal parts Old Spice and human feces. Jesus, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> every every gym locker room just farts and deodorant, just f- fighting it out, just a <laughs> cage match. I yeah. feel like you just made a commercial for it was horrible for Menon or something. <laughs> which was, this oh, was, it was which one? It was twenty four hour fitness? Uh, no, uh, uh, L A Fitness um, on Hollywood Boulevard, like a couple doors down from like the Man's Chinese Theater, and just all the touristy stuff right there on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, and I would like, walk, yeah, like La Brea, and I, like Hollywood yeah. La Brea, yeah, Hollywood La Brea, exactly. Um, and I would park in uh, Los Feliz and then walk like two or three miles every day. So I, Ooh, when I'd get close up. to the – yeah, it was a good warm-up. But I would have to go through that uh, horrible tourist gauntlet there at uh, like Hollywood and Vine, Hollywood and Highlands. Just, yeah. just so – I mean, I'm just trying to just bob and weave, just trying to make my way through all that just so I can go take a dump at the LA Fitness. <laughs> I, I – uh... I mean, if you're walking on Hollywood Boulevard, clearly other people have not waited to get to LA Fitness to just take a dump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to like, I used to walk down there, like I would get myself mentally prepared. Like, all right, you're walking amongst tourists; they're gawking at things. You can't get mad mm-hmm. for them being in the way. Uh, I'd go down there just to like something about like seeing other people that are on vacation and excited about seeing stuff. That's nice. Yeah, know? yeah. It's nice if it's not too uh, saturated. Like, yeah, I used to say so- yeah. Yeah, it would get congested. I would say that's why the mm-hmm. stars are on the sidewalks. So you don't look up and see uh, nine different homeless guys shitting yeah. into a Taco Bell bag right in front of you. <laughs> oh, look, Burt oh. Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, good. Keep your eyes there. <laughs> Keep your eyes focused on that. Oh, man. 
Well, that's good, buddy. How long? Uh, how often you been hitting the gym? How many times a week? It's just it was just once a week. Okay. Well, I don't have a, I don't have a regular schedule. I got back yesterday. I got back mm-hmm. last night and was like, all right, right. Long flight, cross country flight from uh, Providence. Good weekend of shows. Thank you to the f- people that came out. To nice. That. And uh, but yeah, I was like, I just felt like I kind of needed it, you know. And then uh, mm-hmm. so maybe I'll get there again before I head out this week, or or a mix between a bike ride and a, a hit in the gym kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just I've been feeling a little bit. Uh, like uh, not thick in, the, in, the, in a sexy way, <laughs> but just like world. a lot of like a lot of just a packed on. I feel like a euros before they slice it off the spindle, you know. <laughs> the nice crusty part, mm. just well, just meat packed around a yeah. skeleton, but a no, yeah. no, uh, def, no definition or shape. Oh <laughs> just, yeah, just kind of all slapped on there, like Preaching a preacher to the choir. Yeah, like when the sculptor's making, like starting the sculpture, they just got to slap all the clay together. And I have not been, uh, I'm unsculpted. I'm at the size now where if I like to sl- I sleep on my side, I can't sleep on my back because of the snoring issue. So I try yeah. to sleep on my side. But if I sleep on my left side, I feel like I'm doing damage to my heart. Like That's a real thing. I f- is that a real thing? Because I, I feel like, boy, I'm putting a lot of pressure on, you know, I'm really getting my money's worth with whatever skeletal part is protecting <laughs> my heart. I mean, I read it on the internet, so it's got to be real. But it's something so you're not about supposed you, to do that. Well, I think it's, well, yeah, the idea that your heart's more to the left side, so it's more of your mm-hmm. internal weight on top of it. Yeah. Man, if I, if that if that if that's a little bit is what's causing your heart stress, I think you got some other outlying. <laughs> Factors, just the side of your body. It's like well, we're yeah. squashing our own organs. Yeah, I just it doesn't hurt. I think it's more of a subliminal thing. Like you know, just like a. I feel like just psychologically, it's like oh, that can't be good. I yeah, I read something about I, it. If I think about it too much, I'm like, okay, now I do. It does kind of feel weird. So let me go ahead and flip back over to the right side. Let's look. Sleeping on left. Side heart. We're gonna see. Okay, we're gonna find out right now, Dave. Mm-hmm. Healthline. Healthline uh, is gonna. Let me just breeze through an article. Hey, hey, we're no Joe Rogan. This isn't a place of truth, guys. No. All right. We're not asking the hard questions and trying but to open up a dialogue ch- and question authority. I'm just gonna breeze through this Healthline article about sleeping on your left side. We will drop in bombs out of context. Okay, it's out of context. Okay, still, still, what the fuck are you like? You're not going to find being... me saying that out of context. Who says that? Like, I don't know. Is that my white paranoia? Like, I get that things can sometimes be out of context, but what? What con? Just say the n word when you're out of context and have to. You know, refer to something that someone else said or whatever. Being being Ooh. edgy, it's a uh, it's a dangerous. It's called edgy for a reason. Sharp, it'll cut you. It's being edgy. What's, you know, I, what's I, the benefit? What's the benefit of that? Because he's was being edgy. And l- l- listen, I, f- f- I I don't agree with uh, people saying they're trying to cancel him. But again, for the love of fuck. Freedom of speech is that the government cannot shut mm-hmm. you down. Court of public opinion, that's different. Mm-hmm. So if all these people want to shut them down and if Spotify wants to fold to their customer base, that is not a violation of someone's constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan can still sit with a couple folding chairs in the middle of a parking lot and talk to somebody about this stuff. We want he's, he's not being shut down by the government. Also, mm-hmm. free speech is there to protect the stupid people as well as the people that you want to agree with. And that's the <laughs> tough thing. So, yeah, yeah, I don't, I think everybody is, you know, Neil Young, everybody else made their stance of like, I don't want to participate in this if you're having this guy. I don't want to go to this party if you're having this guest over. It's not a freedom mm-hmm. of speech issue. 
Yeah. And also, if I, yeah, Neil Young, we, we could see where that was going to go. I'm more yeah. pissed that Spotify is now like, we're going to donate $100 million to, uh, you know, campaigns against racial injustice. Like, how about just paying the fucking people, yeah. the artists that are on your service, a fair amount, you fucking twats. But uh, anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't think the, four, the founding fathers counted on this many stupid people having uh, this loud of a voice, but here we are. Yeah. And, but no, he's not getting canceled. Nobody's canceled. Nobody's been canceled. They gave him $100 million. Who the fuck is canceled with $100 million in their pocket? They're, they can retire. You could do that, but you ain't canceled. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Who has, has anybody been canceled legitimately other than like someone who's been convicted of a crime and gone to jail? But like, I'm trying to think. Like, no, I'm not I, sure there are examples. I mean, even Louie, like, he's working, he's no, making a living. They're all back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, they're all if back. Truly no, gets canceled. Nobody got canceled. All these fucking idiots that went off about Carhartt because Carhartt was requiring their employees to. Get a vax mandate. That's fine. Don't buy their products yeah. anymore. Vote with your dollar. But guess what? Don't light your shit on fire, you dumb assholes. Donate yeah. the stuff. Yeah. Donate it to people that are in a position to not give a fuck what Carhartt's vax mandates are or aren't. Mm-hmm. You morons. But again, social media gave everybody a voice. And some people think that that's the fairness and that's how the real truth is going to get out there. And other people are like, uh-oh, all the dipshits have megaphones now, too. Yeah. And I don't know which is – I don't know which it is. I'm a little bit on both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was, thought I was being silly. Why <laughs> hey, did we get, why we get angry about that? I don't know. I was trying to figure out how to – what if it's okay for you to sleep on your left side. I was on Twitter uh, yesterday and today, and uh, I, I never know what the fuck anybody's talking about on Twitter. <laughs> I never have any fucking idea. Like, how things just start trending, and like, where did this come from? What's, I never know what what's going on with the, a comedian's about. job? Uh, you oh, you seeing think, this? Oh, what that, that was referring uh, to? Uh, that, Whitney, Whitney Cummins put something up that was like, Comedians didn't sign up to be your heroes. We're here to be irreverent and challenge authority, and then basically described a hero. Ugh. And everybody kind of just had a field day with it because it's just yeah. I can't I I can't with the self importance of comics. Yeah, I can't do it's it, fucking man. comedy. It's comedy. Well, because then Marin put just tagged underneath it. He's like, you should put to be funny under that job description. Should, that yeah. should be in there also. That's the only fucking job description it should be. Just be funny. Well, make, that's, make, make people laugh. Yeah, that's why I took some shit about like like fi, like fi, like like like. Do you have to be a shitty comedian to be a libertarian, or is it the other way around? Because I just think about how many <laughs> fucking we know them too, and there's more than one like club owners that are just used Ugh. stage time to just proselytize. Uh, and get their point of view out with not Ugh. nary a hint of comedy mixed no. in, but plenty of plenty of reasons why you should vote uh, no on Prop Twenty Seven that uh, taxes gun owners in the Tri County area or something like yeah. that. It's like, God damn, libertarians are not funny people. <laughs> they want. I think they want. They like comedy because it's like this is a bastion of free speech. It's like, yeah, but. There's some parameters when it's comedy. Like, otherwise, just write spoken word poetry. Yeah. Pointing out hypocrisies. All right. Okay, dude. So, yeah, that's I, that people were getting on me about, about that tweet I made. Mm. It's just, yeah, I, I right. feel like, I feel like it's like comedians that are not. They know they're not funny, so they lean into being a troll. Like they, yeah. they can they can be an asshole. They can be yeah. good at they can upset people and they can be they can get a response that way because they couldn't That's get it. That's not difficult. With, they couldn't yeah, they couldn't do it being a comedian. And also stop going after these dickheads. 
Uh-huh. Let him scream into a bucket. Don't like. Ugh. Anyway, what are, what are we wandering into today, Dave? Let's try and be fun and silly. That's what it fun was, and though. silly. Yeah, that was. It was like some sort of like okay. Joe Rogan speaking truth to power. So we should yeah. rally around him. I'm like, I've, why? It all bores the shit out of me. I just all these people with head injuries that are fucking are like this is the truth. Like I, I love BMX and mountain biking mm-hmm. and all these sports that involve heavily concussed individuals. But as role models and uh, constitutional experts, I'm not going to them for that. No. No. Mm-hmm. I've. I've I've watched more video of Matt Hoffman unconscious than I think of him awake pulling off tricks. Yeah. And I, re- I respect that guy. But if he's going to start laying in with like, yeah, truth to power needs to be unbridled. Like, no, man. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll listen, I, but I've, I'm not going to agree I've, with it just because of who it is. I've always hated that approach to comedy. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to tell you some truths. Could you just be silly and make us laugh? I feel like, like there's ugh. some people, like, like there's like the, okay, I like, ass. there's some people that are just goofy, and then you have to watch them figure out to, how to harness that into an act. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people that want to prove points, and then you got to watch them make that funny. I mean, I have friends that are that way, too, and it's like, yeah, you made your point, but did you notice how nobody laughed? Yeah. And if you want to get that point across more, shouldn't it be funny? Rachel pointed out something. She's like, I asked him, like, how is this part of the set? She's like, yeah, it's like more like you're trying to be right than trying to make people laugh. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about because I didn't even feel like I was having fun. I'm like, yeah, that's the I sure made that point. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's not a good time. And I didn't feel like silly when I said it. Yeah, very you don't good, want to come off good you know, too preachy. No one wants to be preached at. And no one wants to... The thing I hate the most, what's worse than a humorless comedian? These these dickheads that can't laugh at... You can tell that they've, they've never made a self-deprecating joke. They can't laugh at themselves. Everybody else is a fucking idiot. Like, oh boy, you're fun. Yeah, those are... Those seem like miserable people. Ooh. Um, I think you're okay. People. Which side? Which side you want to sleep on? You're okay. Um, I'm good. Okay, it's all yeah. in my head. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, speaking of miserable people, I got to get this off my chest real quick. Uh, <laughs> a new neighbor from another building tried to have uh, my car towed last night when I was parked <laughs> in my spot. <laughs> just, How does that work? Just long story short. We, all right. The way these buildings are set up, like two different buildings share one driveway right in the middle. You know, and yep. then at the at the rear of the property, there's a driveway on the right for the or a parking spot on the right for that building, and a parking spot on the left for that building. Now, in Makes theory, sense. makes sense. In theory, in in theory, four cars could fit back there because behind the two buildings, each building has two garages. So, in theory, a car could park in front of each garage on each side. So, you know. Two garages on this side, two garages on that side, a car in front of each one, four cars. In theory, you could do that. The problem is it's real tight back there. So one building uh, usually has one car parked there, and then in my building, no one parks back there just because it's – you could, but it's just super tight. and It's a pain in the ass. you got to do a 12-point turn just to get out. So mm-hmm. we rarely park back there, and nobody in our building parks back there. But the other night, I parked there. 
And then uh, last night at like 10 o'clock, my neighbor from across the building, he's like, hey, is that uh, your car back there? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, uh, I think my neighbor's trying to have it towed. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, my neighbor called the landlord, and the landlord's going to have it towed. And immediately I was like, let me get your landlord's number. And he wouldn't give it to me. He was a nice guy, but he's like, I don't know what with privacy issues and blah, blah, blah. So I just went to another neighbor. I said, hey, can I get your landlord's phone number? And he goes, sure. <laughs> so I, I try to call this landlord. They don't pick up. But I just texted him. I was like, hey, uh, because I was irate because I was just thinking, the, how are you going to tow someone's car that's not on your property? Because the way he said it was like, oh, that's your car back there? My landlord, not your landlord, Dave, but my landlord, says my neighbor, is going to have it towed. And I'm thinking, the nerve of this fucking landlord. Like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? So anyway, I text her. I send a picture, blah, blah, blah. No response, no response. Eventually, I texted, uh, any acknowledgement or response would be greatly appreciated so I don't have to mm-hmm. stay up and fend off a faulty tow. Uh, you know, I was sitting out there waiting for the tow truck guy to come, and I was, you know, going to have to get in an altercation with him and explain to him that you can't tow this because this is my apartment and my space. Anyway, come to find out, a new neighbor who wanted to park back there uh, on, on their the other building, she was just like, I guess someone told her that she, oh, I'm new to this building and I can park back there, but. The guy on the left, his car is making it tough for me to swing into my space. Okay, maybe, maybe not. My point is, she lied and told her landlord that someone's parked in front of her garage. And the landlord was like, oh, well, if someone's parked in front of your garage, then I'll, we'll have them towed. If she was being honest, she should have said, hey, my neighbor's parked in his spot, and because it's so tight back there, it's making it difficult for me to get in there. <clears throat> Tough shit. Like, we all have to find street parking. Like I said, they already have one car back there, so it's really difficult to get a second one in there, especially if we're in our spot. But my point is, I at first I was irate at this, who's this fucking landlord that's going to try to tow my car in my spot? But mm-hmm. come to find out, the new tenant was like, yeah, there's a car in my spot. And did you, like, did you talk to this tenant? N- uh, no, no, I haven't been able to find her yet. I would love to talk to her. But because I was thinking before I knew that she had lied, I was like, what, what was that phone call like? Hey, my neighbor's parked in his spot. Can you tow him? But... Come to find out, she's like, uh, someone's parked in my spot. But also, what a shitty human being. Because she left that phone call with, with her landlord thinking, okay, good, the car will get towed. And it's like, hey, asshole, who do you think's parked over there? Maybe somebody that lives in that building? But just that that's the world we live in now. Where Not even I'm going to fuck a stranger in the ass. I'm going to fuck my neighbor in the ass. Hey, Fuck you. I'm going to have your, tarco, your car towed even though you're parked in your space. Like, I just, I, I was just irate. It just, the inconsiderate and the self-entitled nature that just permeates all around. I mean, I've gone on and on about how fucking idiots can't even park correctly at street parking. But now it's gotten to the point where, like, it's just entitled. Like, oh, well, he, him parking his spot is making it difficult for me. Tough shit. Why don't you put it in reverse and go find a street spot? But instead, I'm going to lie in hopes that his car gets towed from his spot. How do you know that this is what the tenant said to the Because my neighbor, the neighbor who told me, hey, is that your car? She, the the original complainant, the new uh, tenant, told them. Some people's hey, court action ca- right now. Yeah, she's like, hey, whose car is that? Because uh, I called the landlord, and they're going to have it towed. And then they were like, uh, I think it's somebody in that building. You know, <laughs> not not our building, but the building it's parked behind. That's probably whose it is. Dave, so don't, they t- don't then, punch out any neighbors until you're packed up and oh, ready to move. Jesus <laughs> I know you're looking Christ. for a new place. <laughs> I don't know if I explained it correctly. I was just so irate, but like. Just I'm just gonna lie in hopes that this car gets towed just so I can park in my spot. Like, wow, you're we live nine feet from each other. Way to go, neighbor I've never met. Ugh. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't run into him, but speaking that's of that, speaking of new place. Shit move. I yeah, agree. that's one of the shittiest shittiest neighbor stories. I would want to get like the full story from the person involved before you Of get, course. Start wiling out about it, but 
Either way, but, but like, the, why would anything, how could you get anything towed? It's parked there and it belongs to somebody who lives in the building. Exactly. Well, that was like the shit but I yeah. got into with my early neighbors mm-hmm. where they were trying to park sideways in their driveway. And the landlord's like, no, you have a spot in front of your garage and a, st- a spot in the driveway. Well, they couldn't park sideways in their driveway if I used the two spots that the landlord described. Mm-hmm. I'm like, take it up to the landlord. You guys want to park yeah. cockeyed and you got a studio in your garage. You're sculpting in there instead of using it as a garage. I don't know what to tell you. If you want to be a dick about it, call the landlord and we'll settle it. But I was paying for two spots. I'm using two spots. And yeah. then they, they moved. <laughs> I was it's like, sayonara. But yeah, the landlord made it clear because I was irate at the landlord because it never dawned on me that the original complainant would lie about the location of the car. I was just like, boy, who's this landlord that's going to tow something that's not on her property? But she was like, oh, I apologize. She told me you were blocking her garage. It's like, oh, wow, that's what she told you. And y'all left it with, okay, I'll have it towed. And the complainant was like, okay, sounds good. Like, she was just going to let the stranger, not stranger, this neighbor's car get towed, knowing. And it goes back to my idiot or asshole theory. Are you an idiot or an asshole? Because you're fucking one of them. Either you're an asshole and you're like, yeah, I know that's his spot, but it's preventing me from parking, so fuck him. Or you're like, hey, what's this car doing in my way? Well, maybe it's the person who lives in that fucking building, you fucking idiot. Oh. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't. punch anybody out no 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 punching no punching because i need i need to exit i need to yeah you're moving back to you're moving back to los angeles proper there's gonna be plenty of people to punch yeah i've only got a few uh more weeks we're we're getting close to uh, nailing down a place uh look i want to tell you real quick about this place uh we looked at the other day this is funny uh we're not going to take it for uh, obvious reasons but we looked at a real cute little house Literally one block behind the Whiskey A Go Go, right on the in the heart Ooh, of the Sunset Strip, West Hollywood, man. Like, but right in the heart of the Sunset Strip. I could, li- I, it's literally a sixty second walk to the Whiskey. Where is it? up like, up the hill, down the hill? Yeah, uh, up the hill, right, yeah. like behind it on on the north side of Sunset. That's. And, I uh, bet you. I bet you Sebastian Bach got a blowjob in that house. <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm any anything within a half mile radius of a whiskey yeah. go go. All the rock autobiographies I've been reading, like they, every house around there in the '80s was just party houses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no telling went down. And it's a cute little house. Uh, the only reason, well, not the only reason, but we're, we said no. It's uh, even though it's a freestanding house, it was still too small. It was like a little mm-hmm. two bedroom, one bath. It really was just. Should have been like a one bedroom studio or something. Yeah. But and plus, just knowing that I'd have to make a left turn against traffic onto the Sunset Strip every time I wanted to leave the house, like oh, like the traffic's just insane. And plus, just that's not my scene, man. That's a young person's <laughs> game living in the living in the heart of it. That's a young person's yep. game. Mm-hmm. Being right in the mix. Oh, I couldn't do it either, man. I think about like how you Friday and Saturday nights, people just peel it out up and down the street oh, there. You'd go crazy. Yeah. You'd punch. You'd just, yeah. you would just, it would just look like, what was that, what was that, uh, Vigo Mortensen movie? Was it, was it like Eastern Promises or something? That just, you just beating the shit out of every single person around you for oh. 20 minutes straight. Was that that one or History of Violence? Was that the one? Something. You, yeah, Dave, yeah. History of Violence. That's it. You mm-hmm. just swinging on just a loose, <laughs> a loose beast on the Sunset Strip, punching out <laughs> club goers. Oh, man. Nah, yeah, it's, I'm too old for that shit now, man. That would drive me nuts if I lived You need a there. quiet. You need something quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we found another spot that I, that's looking when, pretty good. I think we're gonna get neighbors that out neighbors quiet. out of arms reach. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, it just I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it, you know, and I, I thought about this scenario every possible way, but just there's no other way than like, oh yeah, I know that's probably his spot, but it's in my way, so I'm gonna lie and tell my landlord that uh, they're they're parked wrong. Maybe it'll get towed. Jesus Christ! Thanks, new neighbor. You know, don't even get me started. We got another, got a more don't, fucking. Don't drama. get them. Don't get them started, got, ladies and gentlemen. Got got another neighbor 
who's uh, and I you know I don't want to be a stickler about this stuff and be a cranky old man and get off my lawn. But we got four apartments in this building, and we got four trash cans in the back, and each trash can's got your apartment number written on it. So just and I'm all for like, hey, if yours is full and mine's empty, you know, throw some shit in there, whatever. But a maybe ask. You know, hey, because I've done that. Like, we, you know, had a surplus of tray. Hey, you mind if I put a little bit? In? Sure. But we got this one fucking neighbor now. He's doing some construction project. He's annexed the garage roof. He doesn't rent the garage behind us, but he's just annexed the roof of it, and he's he's turned it into a rooftop patio that no one else is invited. By the way, it's not like he told everybody, "Hey, look what I've done. Feel free to come up." <laughs> just, just it's his own little private, you know, oasis up there. Even though he doesn't pay for rent on the fucking. Uh, garage that it sits atop. But anyway, this asshole's doing all kind of bootleg construction up there, and he's filling up his trash can. So he starts just putting all his shit in our trash can, which, A, okay, maybe, but here's the kicker. He's not breaking down any boxes. He's taking full cardboard boxes with his fucking name and address on them and just placing them in our fucking trash. Oh, I, t- I, a, I told you how I handled that. <clears throat> how do you handle place. that? I at first made a nice sign like, can you please break down the boxes? These are shared trash cans. And they never did. And I just took the shipping label off and stuck it to my sign like, hey, yeah. Kimberly, I know it's Perfect. you, you dumb bitch. Exactly. Break your boxes down. <laughs> but I, exactly. I was informed that that's passive aggressive. I'm like, well, what's aggressive aggressive? Light the shit on fire in front of their house? It's just, well, again, it's, again, it's, it's, it's living in a city and people just... Uh, entirely inconsiderate of uh, uh, the people around him. Yeah. No consideration. No common courtesy. And again, I don't want to sound like a moralist, but like it's just, it's pretty fucking common sense. It's pretty low well, level shit, man. Let's, let's, let's what, are, what are you going to do, Dave? What's the justice here? The listeners well, want to know what street justice Dave going to get down to over this. I, I, so far, Street Justice Dave is trying to be mature forty-four-year-old Dave, and just bite his fucking tongue and pick his fucking battles. Because I know I'm out of here right. in about a month anyway. But like, man, so just put all your the stuff thing in is, his can. The fact you're in that a month, a- you, got, you got a month. You could be crazy in a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you true. Could throw, you could leave but, all your trash on his patio, on his fake patio that he made, or just sit just out a, there, sit out there in short shorts. It's a double dose of dickhead, man. Not only are you fucking putting shit in my trash, you're not even breaking it down, thus making it harder for me to use my own fucking trash can. And again, no. just like your lady, just too stupid, to, left all his fucking address labels on there. Like, yeah, I know it's you. Well, then they, they would throw their boxes out without breaking them down, but cut the address labels off. There you go. Boy, that's a way to go. We'll show him. I don't miss Los An- I don't miss those parts of Los Angeles. Jesus Christ. I do not miss those parts of it. Well, Just, I'm sure this has been know. thoroughly entertaining for people to listen to. Probably. <laughs> What's in your craw? That's the that's the new name of the show. <laughs> What's sticking in your craw? Oh man, what grinds my gears. Um Kyle, we've talked about this subject before, but it's been a long time. It's been years, as a matter of fact. That we've gotten to a topic? I want, yeah, to any topic. (laughs) Um, Kyle, am I a dumb, gullible idiot because I want to believe in time travel? No, I think you're just hopeful against uh, some odds. I can see how the average person who's not really into any of this would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I used to be that guy. I used to, even when I was into UFO and Bigfoot and stuff, I was, time travel just seemed like sci-fi. Like, no, that's, that's a movie. But, um, and now I still don't understand any of the possible science behind it. I, I, I've tried to study black holes and shit like that. It's all just completely over my head. Like, I can't yeah. even, my attention span, like, I can't even finish a paragraph because it's just like, I don't know what any of this means. Uh, so I've, I've given up on trying to understand the science on it. But there's a lot of, and I'm not going to say proof or evidence, but there's just been a lot of stories of potential time travelers. There's, a, there's some photographs. And again, 
you know, with photographs as evidence now in this day and age, to me, it's almost useless because, you know, Photoshop and people can manipulate. So I don't know what, what evidence a photograph is on anything. But there are a lot of photographs. Like, for example, like uh, there's one in the 1930s of a guy who looks like a hipster from the 90s, you know, just clothes out of place and shit like that. But anyway, um, there's a new thing. There's a new story going around the last about the last year, maybe not even quite a year, last nine months or so. Um, And I sent you this last week. There's a dude on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I got on TikTok. I signed up for TikTok just to look at this guy's shit. But uh, there's a guy on TikTok, and uh, he says he's a time traveler and that he's currently stuck in 2027. And his TikTok is just all these videos of him allegedly in the year 2027. And the catch is there's been human extinction and there's no one around. And he's just got all these videos. Apparently, he's in uh, uh, Valencia, Spain, which is apparently the third largest city in Spain. And he's got all these videos, and he's walking all over the city, and there's no people. Now, that being said, that's, that's the setup. And by the way, it's, um, I, I have no, way, no idea how to pronounce this, but the guy's name's Javier. I know how to pronounce Javier. Mm-hmm. But his handle on TikTok, I'll just spell it instead of try to pronounce it, U-N-I-C-O-S-O-B-R-E-V-I-V-I-E-N-T-E. Unico Sobre Viventi. He's <coughs> got like six million followers Vivente. now. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, all this, all this stuff is uh, in Spanish language because um, it does. I mean, I think it's been verified. People are like, yeah, he's in Spain. That looks like Valencia. But he's uh, <clears throat> now, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is like, well, you know, we've been in quarantine. It's been a pandemic. It's been quarantine. It's not outside the realm of possibility that, you know, in certain major cities, people would be able to walk around at some point during the lockdown and film places that look completely abandoned. But if you look at it's not just a couple of videos. He's got dozens and dozens of videos of him, just one of him walking into a football stadium. Another one, he walks into a police department. Another one, he's on the subway. He's all over the city. And everybody's like, you know, it just seems too good to be true. And then, of course, there's other obvious answers like, okay, if you're in the future, then how are you posting to TikTok in 2022? Like, you know, there's yeah. that. And then if you look at some of the videos, uh, an obvious question, there's still electricity. Like, you know, you can still see LED signs and red lights and, you know, the use of electricity in the background. Uh, another thing I noticed is uh, some of the land, there's oh, all the landscaping looks good. Landscaping still tended to, like you know, he'll walk past somebody's yard or something, and like yeah, that's you know, freshly mowed grass. Uh, my other question is, and people will comment and say, hey, prove it, prove it, go to this place or go to that place, and I think most of the th- things he has kind of proven, but there's some real simple ones that would prove. Go to a car dealership and show me a 2027 model of something. That's that's what I would like to ask. Just go to a car dealership. What's a what's a twenty twenty seven Ford Ranger look like? Show it show it to me. I'm just gonna let you talk yourself like out of this one, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I just I take some shit on, on the Reddit about never letting you win one. <clears throat> but this one, I don't even have to say anything. And you already well, I know. got past. I'm not it. saying I believe. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying this is a thing, you know. And it's, I think it's, it's uh, interesting. I mean, I, think it, it's I guess an, it's got to yeah. be video production. It's got to be video manipulation, right? I, I think let's not look at it as face value. I think look at it as a nice art project that this guy's doing, using mm-hmm. social media as the as the medium for the art project. Here's me. Here's yeah. me portraying a time traveler with images of an empty landscape. That, I mean, I think well, that's, he's good. He's good then because it yeah. does look good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know how you do that. Like remove all those people, you know. Well, maybe he did do it in quarantine where there wasn't a lot of people, so the people he did, you know, yeah, get you on can camera catch these and, moments. Yeah, less work, you know, fewer people to erase or whatever. But um, I mean, I, I like it just because I love that concept, man. I just 
and and my my this leads me to my question: Is this is this how maybe we do? I'm not saying this guy is legit and this is proof, but social media technology is this how maybe we get some proof one day? And I don't know how, but it just seems like there's a way, you know, to travel if you if they if there are time travelers out here traveling through time, you know gather some evidence or some proof via social media or, you know, phone, camera phones, what have you. Um, but this is like the closest thing that uh, we've had in terms of, you know, the, the current social media age. Uh, now, now, I'm not saying he's the first person, you know, in the Internet age to say he's a time traveler, but I think this is the, um, the broadest uh, batch of alleged evidence and proof, you know, just video after video after video. But, like, I guess what I'm asking is what – what would be a video or some sort of proof that would make somebody go, holy shit, okay, this looks pretty good? You know, in terms of, for me, it's just simple predictions. Like, I would love to hear, for example, there was some dipshit, Noah. He was he was all over YouTube saying he was from the year 3000 oh, or something. I was like, what, the and, whale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dipshit Noah and his ark. Uh, no, but he even eventually came out and admitted that he was full of shit. But, like, for example, a couple of years ago, he predicted that Donald Trump would be reelected. And then, of course, as soon as he's not, everybody's like, well, that guy's full of shit. Yeah. But I'd love to hear, like, some timelines or something where there's a bunch of predictions that, that do come true. Like, nope, he did say that in 2022, and then now in 2025, you know, he's proven well, correct. Well, yeah, why you know, do you need like years? That? If you want to prove something, mm-hmm. show me a video of what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. how you don't have to go. Oh, wait, just you wait eight years. Yeah, yeah. And this giant, like this presidential election, just say, oh, no, you know what? It's going to be exactly this temperature. This is how much rainfall is going to happen in this area. Or just sports, even something as mundane as sports. Just tell me everybody who wins in the in the NBA tomorrow. You know, there's yeah, twelve games yeah, tomorrow. They, Pick all twelve winners. I feel that this uh, uh, again, same boat as you with the science part of it. That the idea of time travel will uh, involve some sort of uh, you know the quantum physics and the stuff that, that we are not even close to understanding. Even the two of us mm-hmm. together, you know, it'd be two monkeys fucking a football. <laughs> trying to figure out <laughs> physics. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is a nice art project that's imaginative and lets people, like, don't know face value whatsoever. Just, like, just let it, let your, let, let it be your own exercise in imagination. There's a um, – I knew somebody, he used to put up fake plaques on buildings – that were like, oh, this is the historic site of something. And it was just a f- made-up society <laughs> that inhabited the land. But he made very real plaques. That's and funny. placed them around. Uh, I, let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find it. And that's just a fun, like, maybe somebody's like, wait, really? And then looks it up and finds out that it's an art project. Or he finds out that this guy did a somewhat comprehensive hist- history of this fake society. And it's like... Well, here's a fun art thing that led me down a rabbit hole and was creative and took me away from the woes of society. Mm-hmm. Ames, uh, I'm going to see if I can. Oh, yeah. Historical markers for an artist's fictional parallel universe. Okay. Um, that is a great idea. Yeah, it's got thirty-three historical markers in twenty-seven countries across six <laughs> continents. That's that's awesome. <laughs> the the amount of legwork he had to put well, in to just pull off this silly prank. Remember, we covered those. Uh, what were those tiles called that were kind yeah, of made the out to- of the the Toynbee tiles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just little things out there, like the origins of this podcast were like, well, at least it makes you use your imagination to mm-hmm. think something might be real. That's why when it's fake, when it's so fake, it pisses me off because mm-hmm. you're not putting the effort in. Like at least this TikTok guy's like, yeah, here's a here's a fun 
like I said, here's a fun art project. And it's not, mm-hmm. I, I totally saw Bigfoot. Look at this shitty model behind a branch mm-hmm. that I put up. Like, that stuff <laughs> pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. now you're just, you're just piggybacking on everybody else. And it's yeah, low-hanging I mean, fruit. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck a hoax, man. Like, no. Yo, man, fuck a hoax. <laughs> I, I hate that because it just it devalues the whole thing. It's like you're why people don't believe in this shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd be poisoned a well and get get it all out there. So this – I don't think this dude's – I think it's just a fun little – he's using he's using it like it's a movie. Yeah, and there's, there's a few other hints. Like, uh, for example, there's some scenes where he's either on the beach or near the beach, and you can see footprints and stuff. His story is that he woke up in a hospital, and it was February 2027. And he went outside, and there's nobody around, just like the beginning of so many movies. Uh, what's the one that comes to mind that I like? Uh, 28 Days Later. Did you ever yeah, see that but, one? Okay, exactly. Oh, so how about how about the fact that it's on TikTok, that he uploaded it yeah. to a service yeah. that's still going, that he didn't die, that there's no dead bodies, bodies disappeared. There's, I mean, yeah. it's so <laughs> preposterously fake that that's why it's like, yeah. here's, a, here's a fun series of images to let uh, your imagination wander with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, and again, I don't know anything about, uh, you know, shocker about, you know, video production of Photoshop or anything, but I, I did see one like uh Photoshop expert talk about how you, the, the techniques involved in like removing people from video. And, uh, but he was just like, man, if it, it takes a long time just to do one person. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, if this guy had to do this to, you know, dozens or hundreds of people in some of these shots. But, you know, maybe he's got a technique that is quicker. And like I said, he probably did shoot a lot of this during the lockdown. But there yeah. would still be, you know, I, I doubt even in the strictest lockdown, you're going to see a cop on the street. You know, you're going to see somebody walking around. And, uh, yeah, nothing. The magic of editing, man. I think, I think good for him. For making a thought-provoking video piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well done because it looks pretty good. But yeah, man, I just uh, I love that concept. I love the this what if one. behind. What's that? It was a fun one. I wouldn't have heard about it. Oh unless yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about in general time travel. I just love that concept, man. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like I said, I, I have no. I have no scientific or even very little circumstantial evidence, uh, but I, I'm just I'm wishing that concept uh, is a possibility because it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some of these like maybe he went out and I mean just basic shit. How's he charging his phone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good question. I mean, how's there electricity anywhere? Of course, a lot of people are asking that, but like, and again, don't know nothing about how any of the fucking grid works, but is it out of the realm of possibility that in five or ten years from now, these power stations or whatever could sustain themselves without, you know, with AI, without human assistance? Because you always hear that, like, oh, well, you know, if if humans disappeared from Earth, you know, the infrastructure was shut down in a matter of days because there's no one to push the buttons like i feel like we could figure that shit out if we haven't already a lot of these videos seem like yeah it seemed like the light is very um low in the day or high in that like he's doing this in more in in the morning or in the evening Mm -hmm. yeah i just i mean it's not it's just a, a fun view of uh unpopulated areas but i'm not gonna yeah entertain this idea that it's <laughs> that he's time traveling at all. Yeah, I'm not trying to let me let the record state that I'm not trying to pitch you on this one in terms of this right. is something I believe. It, okay, all right. That's uh, an interesting just, thing to do. It's view. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I I would like for it to be true, but I I wouldn't bet any of my money that uh, it is. I'm just saying uh, if it is an art project, it, it looks pretty good because it is a neat thing to look at. Like look at these giant public spaces with zero human beings in the front. Yeah, it's it's impressive from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Unico yeah. sobreviviente. And it, uh, it made me uh, want to 
look back up on our old buddy. Uh, do you remember a few years ago we talked about Al Bilek? He was the one that um, got caught up in the Philadelphia experiment, and he and his brother like literally got stuck in the walls of of the ship. And then oh, they, uh, yeah. the, when they when they finally dislodged and, and jumped into the water and swam to land, it was like. 2187 or something but this guy apparently uh just a little refresher he uh he he went back and forth several times he went uh to 2137 he went uh to like 2900 or something this dude and he was all a lot of it had to do with the philadelphia experiment where back in 43 the uss eldridge uh they were if if the stories are accurate that it just disappeared for a few minutes it was uh, the the government trying to figure out how to make giant things disappear. Yeah, and, I don't. Uh, I don't doubt that the military or the government has probably done some incredibly unethical, sneaky shit mm-hmm. in the name of like military dominance. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the science behind the Philadelphia experiment, I, who knows? But. I'm I'm absolutely sure they've cloned people already. I'm, I have no proof. You think but so? The fa- they cloned sheep. Do you think the next thing they weren't trying to do is straight up make a untethered super soldier? Mm. Man, some that's gu- some guilt free, some guilt free assassin. They don't even have to steal away from an orphanage and then go through a bunch of training. Like, nah, this, we're just cloning this super strong guy. Yeah. Man. That's Yeah, weird. that's all just completely over my head. And then one more guy I wanted to refresh your memory of. Uh, we talked about Andrew Basiago. He actually ran for president a few years ago. And uh, he says he's time-traveled a few times. And he goes on to explain uh, in more detail exactly how, uh, based off of uh, Nikola Tesla's, uh, what is it, um, Radiant energy. He somehow, and I, again, don't understand the science behind it, but this Basiago guy said that him and his father, his father was involved in some government stuff when he was a kid, and that uh, they went through a contraption that, I don't know if it was the contraption thing was built by Tesla or just the radiant energy theory was developed by him, but it uh, he just described like these kind of eight to ten foot like kind of arcs kind of like you know the thing you walk through the metal detector at the airport uh but at the top of it it somehow was transmitting radiant energy back and forth and back and forth and then when you walk through it you just get sucked into like a time warp and uh but yeah this guy ran for president <laughs> and yeah that's okay right there why would you have to run for president if you're a time traveler yeah yeah well, he he wants to. Apparently, he was like, "Well, I want to, you know, I want to be president so I can disclose all this stuff." You know, people Wouldn't need to know. He when know I, if he's going to be president or not. It's a good question. He's a time traveler. Mm-hmm. He could be like, "Oh, I won that election," so the day before, he could just be like, "I want to be president," and what through whatever circumstances, he'll be president. Yeah, it's all very confusing, and the whole butterfly it sure effect is. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. It certainly is, Dave. But I do want to go into the future. All right. Dave wants to go. So. What, what do you want to do in the future? <laughs> I don't know. Just look around. <laughs> fuck off for a while. Mm-hmm. Just drive around, look at stuff. Maybe you're flying around. Depends on how far in the future. Cool. Maybe. I'm going to go protein load after that killer workout I had. Hell yeah, dude. You stretching? I stretched. Yeah. I stretched. stretched. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm doing more. I still don't do enough, but I'm doing more than I did before, which was none. Because, oh, man, I would get, would not feel good. Yeah. So We're getting old, dude. Got to take care of ourselves. That's why I'm, uh, you know. Hail Mary pass on taking care of myself now in my mid forties. Yeah, I'm trying we'll to get see. back into it. 
We shall see. Uh, so you uh, good shows this weekend, huh? Yeah, man. Real, real fun shows out there with old Mike Malloy. Mm-hmm. Runs Faded, part of the AFE crew. Okay. You gotta get on, you've done right Faded? On. you got to get on old Faded. I have not. I've been meaning to, to get on that one. It's a fun know. show. Mike's real funny. R.A. Bartlett was hosting. Real funny dude. The Graves Graves autistic fella and was emceeing. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, it was weird times. Well, not for me. I'm autistic. Not talking to anybody or touching anything is just how I live. <laughs> like, goddamn, it's a funny joke. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, he, he was great, and it was just it was a it was a, a good show. The yeah, R.A. set it up well. Mike was killing it. He's recording an album soon, so it really uh set the stage for me to like, okay, I'm gonna gotta do good on this one. Awesome. And it was fun. Yeah, fun club. Comedy Connection. Providence, Rhode Island. Ice, Ice Storm kept folks in Friday night a little bit, but I'm glad. Whoever made it out, hope you got home safe. It was a gnarly one. How? Yeah, how cold was it this weekend? Like 20s, 30s? It was time yesterday. It was like in the teens because it was Ooh. clear. It was snowing Thursday, Friday, so it was like in the 30s. But uh, yeah, they had a bit of an ice storm, kind of gnarly driving. So like I said, hope everyone got home safe. And, uh, yeah. yeah, man. All right, buddy. Uh, you what you got coming doing? up? This weekend, Cincinnati Funny Bone. I will leave before the Super Bowl starts. So I'm going to get the fuck out of there before that Super Bowl gets going. That, yeah, that's true. I don't want none of that riffraff. Good luck to your teams. <laughs> but I don't want no part of it. You got any excitement over the Rams? Uh. Any adopted team kinda, excitement? I kind of like them both. I, I guess I'm going to lean towards the Rams, not because I live in Los Angeles, but uh, big fan of the quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He was a Georgia Bulldog back in the day. Oh, and, well, go uh, dogs. Super talented guy. Got drafted go, by the Detroit. Dogs. Yeah. Got drafted by the Detroit Lions, who have been terrible for decades and uh, <laughs> just kind of wasted talent up there. Never Was never on a good team, and I'm glad to see him on a – a chance to win a title here because he's a he's a great great player. So, I guess All go right. Rams. But I also I like the Bengals too. I like Cincinnati. I, I like the underdog. You know, Bengals have been terrible for a long time too. So it's exciting to see them get a shot at it. So we'll see. Let's hope for we a good game, see. no injuries, huh? Exactly. I'm gonna cook some chili and homemade queso. I'm gonna do some homemade uh, white queso and chips. Now, when it's homemade queso, what past it being? Melting some cheese you bought at the store. Uh, melting some cheese. And I'm not trying to be derogatory, but it's like, well, you're not no. making the cheese. You're not harvesting the yeah. curds. No, of course. Uh, but if you just take a hunk of cheese and put it in a bowl and throw it in the microwave, um, it'll melt, but it's not going to be the consistency that you're looking for in a good queso. Uh, what I'm going to do is get a little... Uh, I forgot that there's a term for it, and I always forget. But basically, you just get your little pot of water, get it boiling, and then you put a glass bowl on top of that. And that steam and heat will act as, you know, because you don't want to, like, just put direct heat under cheese because it's vulnerable and it might burn. So anyway, you throw your cheese in that bowl, and then you add some milk. Yeah. It's the cheese and then mixed in with some milk or cream. And then, you know, I'm going to do some green green chilies and a little seasoning, Mm -hmm. you know, a little salt, pepper, Mm -hmm. green chilies, milk. So, yeah, it's not very complicated, but it is one or two steps beyond just melting something in the microwave. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's it's all about that consistency, trying to, to, you know, it's kind of like making a roux. You know, you're you're going for a certain Mm. consistency, a certain texture, thickness, and, you know. You get it where you like it, and you uh, you get into it. But yeah, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a, kind of a mixture of um, like Oaxacan queso cheese and uh, some Monterey Jack, and then a, a little right. American. Just put a little American ooh, in there ooh, too. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, maybe some uh, some pickled uh, jalapenos, a little salt and pepper, maybe some tahini, little milk. Boom, boom, boom. Got you some nice homemade queso. And you going? Very are you excited. going full tilt, Dave's chili or? Yeah, full tilt Dave's chili. Yeah, doing it. Oh, I'm, I got to cook that Friday because uh, Saturday. Oh yeah, Saturday. Guess where I'm going? Going to uh, happy, future. Uh, happy, <laughs> I almost said Happy and Harriet's. <laughs> Pappy and Harriet's. <laughs> Ooh. Saturday, go go see my beloved drive by truckers at Pappy and Harriet's. At Pappy. Oh man, that's gonna be a good time. S- super stoked, buddy. Super stoked about that. So um, 
You staying down there for a little bit? Yeah, just staying there the night, and then uh, yeah. Sunday get up and drive home and get in t- get home in time to watch the Super Bowl. That's a good. So. That's a good place to see him. I'm, I'm assuming they're playing the outdoor stage. Yeah, outdoor stage. Uh, my buddy uh, Kenny DeForest going to be there with me and his Kenny D. his lady and uh, James Fritz and his lady. So we're doing like a triple date. That's so, a good uh, crew to go out there. Returning to Joshua go- Tree. Yep. Three goobers and their better halves. Going to go see the drive-by truckers in Joshua Tree. Very excited. That's a good one. But check those check those desert temperatures. Might get chilly. Yeah. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, February 17th, Long Beach, Bamboo Inn. Come see me at that show. Uh, April 13th, Indianapolis at Helium. April 14th, Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. April 15th, North Bar, Chicago. DumbDaveStone.com. Come see you, boy. Hell yeah, man! It's good. It's a good little run there. Uh, yeah, I'm trying right, to add on to it, so we'll see. Good yeah. catching up, buddy. Um, yeah, man. Stretch out. Don't we'll be talk, a hero, yeah. Kyle. No, no, no not don't, me. Don't be a hero. Don't let your ego get in the way, buddy. Don't don't lift too much weight. Nobody's ever accused me of trying to be a hero. I could use. I could have. I could stand for somebody to tell me don't be a coward. I could stand to hear that more often. <laughs> My resting, oh, my resting my. place in the world, the true coward. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, man. Patreon.com slash boogeymonster, $4 a month. There you go. $4 a month. You, you should get a special episode that is never on time. That's, yeah, never on time. <laughs> we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> All right, buddy. Holler at you next week. All right. See you. The Boogie Monster. Network.